self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing. We are Conversation Con Artists. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am Calamity Red. And we are Conversation Con Artists, back for another wonderful, fantastic episode. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And on TikTok at Eddie B. Eating and Eddie B. Talking. And I could be found on Instagram at red underscore calamity. If you have a question, comment, Reddit letter that you would like for us to respond to on the show, you can send it to our aforementioned social media or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. And we don't have anything on the email. Okay. So. Bitch, why you lying? <laughs> no, I just went in and checked. We do have one. Oh, <laughs> what? I was talking to me, not you. <laughs> All right. We got something from Nikki. Okay. 14 hours ago. Hey, y'all. I hope that you both are doing okay. I've been adjusting to married life and regrouping after quitting my stressful job. I have a few questions slash topics. If you could choose to live anywhere, where would you live and why? Can you talk about Kiki Palmer's situation? Do you think a spouse or non-spouse should have an opinion on their partner's clothing? Three, have you watched the shiny Happy People documentary about the Duggars? It was wild. Four, do you watch Tubi? If so, what's your favorite series or movie? Sincerely, Nikki. Um, okay. Well, number one, where would I live if I could live? Um, I don't know where I would live. I have places I want to visit. I would need to visit places before I would say I want to live there. My black ass. I need to know how me being this color... <laughs> Cause I want to move somewhere like the the U.S. right now is trash when it comes to to being black. I feel like, and so I would want to move to another trash ass place, so <clears throat> that would not be good because I'm black. So I would need to like go visit some places before I can say I want to live at this place. So I can't. I don't have an answer for that. I got places I want to visit. I've always wanted to go to Greece. It's a it's a couple of places I Italy that I want to go to. Um. But I don't know where I would want to live. I'm 100% certain that the imaginary place I would like to live is Wakanda. <laughs> but Wakanda ain't real. No. So let's get into reality. So <laughs> I thought about this when I was in Hawaii because the plan wasn't even to come back to Alabama. The plan was to find out where I was going to go next. And there are several things that I feel like I need. One of them is good food. Um, Good local food. Another one is low cost of living. That's because true. I do the same shit all over. The place. I do the same shit everywhere. I be inside, playing the damn game, and doing shit on the inside. Uh, and I would prefer it not cost, like Hawaii was cost, my, my rent in Hawaii cost like $1,250 to be rent out of Liberty Ass Room. Like, that's ridiculous. It is. It happened to be in a nice house at the point in time that I was in Hawaii. But nonetheless, it was that much. And uh, renting up my own apartment was not much better. It was a little bitty fucking prison cell with half a stove. Because they sell stoves like, uh, you know, if we say stoves are two by two, they sell them bitches uh, two by one. <laughs> 
and one by two, both actually. You can find some that they just weird looking little bitty ass stoves. And I'm like, I don't want that shit for twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars. So low cost of living. Uh so I don't really even know what that is. I think Portland may be uh will satisfy the food situation. I just don't know the cost of living. Uh and maybe Seattle. Uh I know some parts of Washington are cheap, low, low cost of living. I think Seattle would uh appease that uh low the food part too. The problem is with Seattle is when I went to Seattle to visit, I started to realize that because in the South, when you think of liberal and conservative, the biggest component to that for me has always been race. When you think about liberals, they are advocate for marginalized groups. But when I went to Seattle, I realized that you could be a person that dedicates your life to being liberal, but it's because you want to be able to breastfeed on a bench <laughs> and, and you can still not give a fuck about black people. You, you just don't you, want the government to tell you that you can't breastfeed. So if you could go anywhere you stay in the U the US, I would never. I would leave this motherfucker. I'm not I'm I it ain't I wouldn't even be considering US places. I wouldn't stay here. I don't wanna go. I don't wanna go nowhere I gotta learn a new language. I don't wanna go nowhere where I gotta get a new it's currency. Other English speaking uh place not a currency, yes. But there's other English speaking places you go to. Like, nah, I wouldn't stay here. You think we could be mental health therapists going to another country in that country? Or do you think we need to be familiar enough with the country's norms and customs to be able to do that? I don't know that it would be that vastly different, um, depending on where it was. I think we could be in in some places. I guess it would just kind of depend on the place. I don't think that we would like not be able to anywhere else but the U.S. I don't believe that. I well, we have to then we have to select somewhere to go where they look at black people on at least some measure of neutral. Because if we go to a country where, you know, black people just ain't shit to the people, we ain't going to be able to survive in that. Yeah, but that's why I said I, would, I wouldn't I would go to a place like Like, I want to go somewhere where black people are treated well, but that is also not America. I would leave America in a heartbeat. Um, If I can live anywhere, I don't think I'm leaving America. I don't think I'm leaving America. My motherfucking granddaddy died here. My great granddaddy died. Like it's too many motherfuckers put blood in they in the ground about some racism for me to run away from it for those reasons. I guess. I guess though, I would leave America if that shit got too bad. Like if capitalism get worse, if democracy get worse, if this shit getting worse, it feels. It's getting worse, but I Court feel like fucking around. By the time it got worse, you wouldn't be able to leave. <laughs> like I don't like, think it ever get that kind of worse. Well, I mean, as far as like. Not them keeping you from leaving, but just financially, if capitalism gets work, like you ain't gonna be able to leave. It takes money to move out of countries, especially. So, I don't um, think you'd be able to. And when I see issues with capitalism, I don't necessarily see it in as not making money. I see it as making money to have to like living paycheck to paycheck. That's what that I'm saying. Mean my, if it got worse, what I'm then, saying that don't mean listen. If I fully blown, full blown plan, planned on abandoning America, I'm just gonna not pay my last three months of rent. <laughs> and like my 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 last three four paychecks is gonna go to me leaving that motherfucker. I'm gonna be making plans to go, so I have the money to go. I might get there broke because of the capitalism I came from, but yeah, nah, that that shit ain't gonna stop me. It will stop me if I'm working a goddamn job at McDonald's because yeah, it might take seven months worth of check to do that shit. And survive, but 
doing what I do now. It's like uh, Childish Gambino in the song said, like, we do a little paycheck to paychecks on different planes. I mean, it is what it is. Somebody making a hundred thousand dollars, they're like, it scales. Capitalism scales the system. Like you making twenty thousand dollars, you got a different set of problems than a motherfucker making two hundred thousand dollars, but you still you still gotta get got limitations on what you can do and what you can have. You know, because capitalism sees it like that. But I don't know. I feel like before I'm pushed out of America, I just got them take myself out with a politician. <laughs> Be like, well, if I'm gonna commit suicide, I might as well got them strap a goddamn. Uh, no, I won't strap no bond to myself. Um, well, I actually won't commit suicide, so this bullshit, no terrible scenario. Um, but yeah, I'm living in America. Fuck it. I know I ain't going to Texas. I know I ain't going to Florida. I know I ain't going to goddamn New York. I know I ain't going to California, motherfucker. It's liberal, but it's hot as hell and got all kind of fucking plans. In nowhere with natural fucking disasters. Uh, I would like to stay out of the South. So maybe the Midwest is the option to be. Maybe the Midwest. Something like goddamn St. Louis or some shit. Whatever's, whatever's in the vicinity of St. Louis, that might be somewhere where I would go. I don't know if St. Louis got good food or not. Keith Lee got damn on TikTok. All the good food sound like it's in Vegas, hell. All these damn restaurants he going to in Vegas trying all this damn food. Um, but yeah. What you know about the Kiki Palmer situation? That is some fuck. Let me tell you something. You keeping up? You bet. Yeah. You keeping up with very select shit. You be keeping up with very select shit. Let me tell you something. <laughs> don't do this for for those listening don't don't ever do this first of all <laughs> there was no reason or need for him to bring this to the internet did he did this to himself for everybody like all oh, y'all going in on him he did this to his fucking self because you could have sent that as a text this is the mother of your child you have direct contact with her ass you didn't need to get on Twitter and do this. You didn't. You did it, and this is what the outcome is. That's first. Secondly, I don't know what the fuck her being a mom. So, because I, I went and looked. This is not the first time Kiki Palmer has had on something that was, like, revealing. Okay? And I don't know why you would think if she was do, And she doesn't do this all the time. Also, let me just say that. But it really wouldn't matter even if she did. You cannot expect because she popped out a human and she gonna completely change into a whole nother person and all of a sudden now she's in mom mode and she's not gonna be who she always been. For you to for you to say, but you're a mom though, motherfucker, what does that have to do with anything? At all. Well, and here's the to... thing. <clears throat> Go ahead. I I say all the time, like I unfollow people because I get tired of seeing ass and titties. I do. I wanna see it. You know, what I have wore with Kiki Palmer hat on, no, her whole ass was out in the back. The the front looked good, but the back, it was, you see a whole, both cheeks. I wouldn't wear it. And, but even in the midst of me saying that, all I do is I just unfollow the people that I don't want to see. Like, 
I don't feel like I need to write a soliloquy. Okay. I don't need to get on and do a think piece about what, because it doesn't, it, at the end of the day, these are women that could do whatever the fuck they want to do. I just don't want to see it. And to me, standing in your sexuality does not mean showing everybody your body. Those t- two things don't go together in my mind. There's, I don't, I don't understand why when women are trying to express their sexual or be like free, that's got to equal ass and titties. Don't get it. Hey, never got it. Won't never get it. But also at the end of the day, these are grown fucking people who could do what they want to do. So I just unfollow the people that I don't want to see that from. I don't need to tell them. I don't need to make an announcement underneath their post and say, I'm unfollowing you. Like that shit is so stupid to me. Even with me feeling that way though, he still needs to shut, and then he's gonna double down and come back and say, uh, "Oh, it's a shame when a, when a man's trying to protect his family and, and his wife. She ain't your wife. She okay? She ain't your wife. You didn't marry her. You made a baby with her. And if, and what you're saying in not marrying her, having a baby with her, and then talking all of this shit. If you felt like she wasn't wife material, then why are you just out here having babies indiscriminately?" With bitches that you don't feel like are are wife and mother material. Now let's not make let's not make no mistake. He won that gamble. It don't really matter. It don't really matter that they. It's a whole bunch of men doing that, but it ain't that many doing it with Kiki Palmer. Oh well, no, I mean. So he, he I, won that. He won that gamble. That like he big ups to you for that one, buddy. Goddamn, if you gonna do it, like do it like this, I guess. But it's like you can't do that and then complain about it's like it's like somebody getting okay it's it is like uh this is a horrible example but this is the first one that came to my mind it's like a pimp getting his bottom bitch pregnant and then expecting her to be she be your bottom bitch she she's she was a, a, a prostitute she was this is what she was doing and you had a baby with her and now you what is it that you're expecting and that's not to say that Kiki Palmer is a prostitute, but what I'm saying is like for him to come and be like, this is just not appropriate. And, and this ain't, you know, I'm a family man trying to stand up for my family and y'all. No, no. You should have thought that through before you, you made her pregnant. Then if you so concerned about your legacy and you so concerned about how shit looks, then you should have been a little bit more concerned with where you were sticking your dick and making a baby. Because, yeah, it is Kiki Palmer. He did win that because she got loot. And he's like a personal trainer or some shit. However, there's other bitches with loot that you could have did this with. You chose to have a baby with her. So to now come and say that this isn't how you want your legacy and shit to be, you should have thought about that before the baby came. Bro, like, this shit is bananas to me. You had a choice in making a baby with her and you did it now. Now you want to be talking shit about her. And again, this ain't the first time she done had something like this. Though. So I don't know why you think that she's going to become a nun because she pushed out a baby. And she looks phenomenal. That baby did her body some very good. Did, am I the only one that like when I saw this, I was like, do, do he not know who he married to? I, I was like, Kiki Palmer finna be petty or Kiki Palmer finna do whatever the hell she wanna do. Yeah. So she came out with that, uh, she came out with that shirt that says, I'm a mother. <laughs> and and took photos, you know, sent photos up and then put a TikTok of her dancing with a sound that said, I don't know, something like, you know, if you if you mess up, I'm gonna link up. <laughs> so like, bruh, what what happened is I think 
that he just participated in that same culture that males participate in, where when women have children, their autonomy is stripped. And don't get me wrong, their autonomy is already severely limited when they don't have children through the lens of the male gaze. But when they have a baby, they are expected to be a whole different type of human that caters to the existence of that child and no longer caters to the existence of themselves. And I think he participated in that culture. And I think his insecurity showed, too, because this nigga turned straight into Tom from Boondocks. Uh, I was just finna say, Aaron Magruder, I am convinced Aaron Magruder is some kind of fucking psychic or some shit. So much of that the, that series has come and happened is crazy. This is the exact fucking scenario where Tom's wife was being serenaded by Usher. He was singing that song, Sarah, and Tom got <laughs> punched in the face. Like, this is the exact fucking thing, literally, down to the artist, because it was Usher that was serenading her. Yeah. Sometimes, like, I see shit, and I'll be like, how Aaron Magruder is like, I don't understand. A lot of this shit be happening from that show. But, yes, that is the exact, if y'all don't watch Boondocks, y'all need to go at least watch that episode with Tom's wife being serenaded by Usher. That's literally an episode of Boondocks. From like the maybe the second season, first or second season. Um, hilarious. <laughs> Which brings us to the question: Do you think a spouse or non-spouse should have an opinion on their partner's clothing? Uh, for me, no, I don't think so. I don't. I don't really. So I'm I'm a different type of dude too. So I don't give a fuck. I think you um, can have an opinion. I don't think that you because anybody can have an opinion. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. And I. That's not to say that I would not take my husband's opinion into into consideration but at the end of the day i'm gonna do what the fuck it is that i feel like i want to do can they have an opinion yes should it be law and like you can't do this because your husband said no no my thing is if if they put on something and they walk out with it on and it's something that i or a man will otherwise have an opinion about what's the miscalculation here like, does she want to dress like this and don't know that I would feel a type of way about it? No. I, this is what I think happened. <clears throat> I think this had more to do with us because there you... Well, let's not I, talk about that situation. Let's just talk about a general spouse and husband. Like, if a, if, a, if you walk out with something on that your husband thought was too revealing, was there a way to know that he would feel that way for you to adjust that on your own or does he have to express that once he sees it and that's it? I feel like it's very rare. And it happens. But I feel like it happens in the same way that people have like, um, some people have midlife crisis and, and others don't. I feel like it is very rare that a woman that you are with goes and buys something that's completely at odds with the way that she's been dressing the whole fucking time. Like, there are, there are a level of clothing that y'all will just never see me wear because that ain't how I dress. Like married, unmarried, I don't dress like that, right? So like, I feel like very rarely does it happen that it's like this a complete change. Like she wore this shit that she never. I can't believe she put this on. I don't think that that happens that often. I think more often than not, people wear they dress the way they they've been dressing when you met them. Usually, 
So it shouldn't be a surprise. Now, it may be a surprise because you expected her to stop dressing like that because she married to you. But, like, I don't know that there's a situation where, like, women just wear, like, crazy banana shit from what they normally wear. Like, I think that can happen, but I I don't think that that's, I think that's the exception, not the rule. Like, I think most of the time your girl wear what she was wearing when you met her. Now, you might expect it to change because y'all got married. And you might get be in for a rude awakening for me, but like, I feel like most women like what what we comfortable wearing is what we gonna be comfortable wearing, unless something major happens. Like, whether you would wear it or not, do you have like even if it was just for like a, a personal private dinner at the home with you and your partner? Have you ever had like a freakum dress, like just something that was just like, yeah, but you would never wear it out or no? Did you I buy bought it specifically idea? for. I bought it with the idea that I was wearing it for that person, not to wear it out. No. Okay. Um, a lot of women have one of those kind of dresses sitting back, and some women are bold enough to wear them out in public. Uh, that they don't wear all the time, that they don't wear every day, that they wear rarely, wear rarely. And so. I think it is plausible that something come out of the closet that a man has never seen that meets an occasion that would not have been seen otherwise. I don't know that it'll be vastly different, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, the level of sexy clothing that I wear out is consistent. Regardless of whether I go buy something new, I'm still going to buy something new within the guidelines of what I'm comfortable wearing. Like, even if it's a new thing, it isn't going to be something that's like ass and titties when I ain't never did that before. That Like, that just don't. Again, I'm not saying it can't happen. I just don't think that that's like regularly happens. Well, I'm not saying it regularly happens, but I think that in a lot of women's closets, they have something that is very risque for public consumption. And I think that. I don't know if that's. that's why. Why I, if your ass got a freakum dress, that increases the numbers exponentially. But it's like, again, it's it, no, you're not gonna wear it out, but you haven't like wearing. lingerie to me in my mind. When I bought it, it was in the same context of lingerie, and I wouldn't wear lingerie out. That dress is like it's so it's in my closet, but it ain't nothing I will wear out. So like I wouldn't wear my lingerie out. It's the, so, it's in the same category. So the conversation for me is about trust and it's about logic. And, and reasoning, right? So the way it's about trust is one, once I've committed to a relationship with you, I trust you, right? I don't think that you you wearing a dress means you trying to pick up people. I don't believe you wearing a dress means that you're trying to seek validation in any meaningful ways. I don't think that because I trust you and I trust what I bring to a relationship. Now that's not to say that the relationship can't be tanking and shit and it turn into that. That's what it is. The other part is a lot of men will say things like, well, I'll be trying to protect you because if you go out there and dudes do stuff to you, then, you know, I can't stop you. But evidence doesn't support that uh, rape as a whole genre happens more because of a person having on a, a dress like that, um, intending not to be in an environment where something like that can happen easily. Like, clearly, if you go to a, a sex party, I guess, with something like that on, um, the thought could be that that could be more dangerous, but the sex parties are actually pretty safe considering, but going to the club that like most people 
the evidence shows that people who get raped, there's no matter of clothing that could determine the likeliness of it. Women running in a park with a jogging suit on or done got, you know, the same rape as, you know, anybody else. So it's like, I don't know the functional reason of a partner saying, no, you can't wear that out. If her intention was to wear it out and she didn't see wearing it out as a problem, being much more than jealousy or control or anything. And maybe, I, if anything, I don't know, maybe I'll express, I don't know, I wouldn't express no discomfort. I'll just, if that's what she like, I'm going to ride with her in the context of what she got on. Now, I don't know, maybe there's a scenario where she is underdressed and I might be like, you sure this event, what you got on is made for that event? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you... You think anybody else is going to be there? Like, are you trying to show out, show out in this situation? I might highlight whether something is off of what she got on for the, the occasion, but I don't see it being no situation where I'm like, no, you shouldn't wear that. Take that off. Or you wore that. You shouldn't have wore that uh, because you, you're a mother, especially for no reasons like that. So for me, um, I'm not the kind of spouse that's going to give any input about what you got on. If you are somebody that's okay with your partner having that input, cool. I do think that there are people that have these kind of like uh, sub-dumb undertones where they do like being told what to do. And I think some people have those like bratty, brat-type relationships where the woman is more a brat and so she do stuff seeking to be told you can't do that. Uh, and I think that those kind of relationships exist without the express uh kink involvement that a brat um dom relationship would uh look like or daddy dom type relationship would look like you know so i think those do happen organically too uh, so i think it's a room for both people to be okay with it but for the most part i'm not somebody that give a fuck do what you want to do i'm not gonna be somebody that take you away from doing whatever the fuck you want to do in life that you know that sentiment led me into a non-monogamous relationship where me and my partner were doing whatever the hell we wanted to do and it is what it is I'm not intending to stop nobody from living the life they want to live. And if it's too much for me, uh, I'm willing to, you know, let let that life go, <laughs> you know, let that person go. I'll do that, you know, but I don't know. It, it just it's not very many ways that this is a good indicator of a partner in a situation like this. Any partner that says uh, after wearing a thing, criticizing you about it, you shouldn't have wore that. That's a problem. And any man who sees you before you go out and say, oh, you wearing that? Like, and the thoughts that come behind that, it ain't no shit that don't, that involves trust. It's all, the only implications of that is uh, either you might do something or people might come on to you that I can't do anything about. And I think a lot of it be rooted in the fear of like, you know, you somebody might take you away from me in that situation. But I don't give a fuck. What what would you do if your part? What if you what would you do if you came out in something that was just form fitting, and which is this is a subjective experience, and because your shape was sticking out more than he wants your shape to be seen, he told you that it was inappropriate. I feel that a man who dated me wouldn't do that, <laughs> but but uh, he wouldn't not do it because he don't think it. He wouldn't. He, he would not it, just do shut it. the fuck up. But but what if he decided to say it though, right? 
Because this is what we're talking about. We're talking okay. about should he have the right to say that? Like, does he, he have the right to say, say whether he's smart he or not? He can say whatever he wants to say. Now, the response that he's going to get, you know, it's like one of them things. It's like uh, freedom of speech. You have the right to say whatever it is you want to say as long as you're ready to take them consequences for what the fuck it is that you say. Right? So if he ready to take the consequences for saying that to me, then he absolutely has the right to say it. He won't say it again. But do you think that, and so so this is specific to you, do you think that all women in that scenario would benefit from having the mentality you got right now in this this particular one? Uh, I mean, I can't, I, 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 no. I don't, I, there's no situation in which I think all women should ever think like me. I, because... There are women that are very traditional and want that's the thing. That's what pisses me off about this is that there are women out there that subscribe to these things that you can find. Just find you one of them women who's gonna do that. But you find a woman who has a mind of her own and isn't really trying to do that shit, and you want to change her into that. That's my problem. Like everybody is free to 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 uh, live their life the way that they want to live. I don't think every woman needs to be me, right? I think that a man that wants that need to go find that and he don't need you don't even need to be dating me because again one I know the way that I dress is not in the eyes of most people is not going to be problematic anyway and so if I have on something and it's form fitting you got a problem with it like I don't know what to tell you I'm not changing because it's stupid I guess what I'm trying to ask is do you feel like there is a certain level of shame that a woman should be confronted with if she comes out with something that is towing that line culturally in terms of appropriateness shame maybe not shame but do you think it's worth their partner being able to voice that concern with the possibility of it meaning they change that outfit again if something is making my partner uncomfortable and he wants, it, it's all in the delivery, first of all. Um, but I would always want him to come and let me know if something was bothering him. Delivery matters as to how I'm going to respond to it, but I don't think that I would change. We would just have a conversation about why is this bothering you? Like, what is, and what is the, you know, but like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm at the end of it, I'm probably not going to change. So I wouldn't say that because I don't want to leap, make it into a, a situation where this nigga don't feel it's same way with like with, with a kid. I don't want to ever make it a situation where you feel like you can't talk to me because I'm gonna flip out and, and go crazy on you. I just ain't ain't gonna say nothing to her. And you just walking around feeling a kind of way. But there's a way that you can come to me and say that shit, and we can have a conversation about it. Now at the end of it, again, I'm probably still gonna wear. What so saying. what you're saying is in the scenario where your partner got a problem with your dress being form fitting. The way you painted it the first time is that you you go your response is gonna be more visceral than not. Because but it, it depends. But it's a something. way he can bring it to you that yes. would be a different conversation. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you assumed he was gonna be on some Darius shit on, yes. <laughs> on the and on that the that's what we're talking about. So that's what like that kind of shit, you kiss my ass. And and let me tell you something. Again, this is a general blanketed statement for people in relationships in general. Don't do shit to embarrass your significant other. Because whatever message you're trying to like give or or, or get across is gonna get lost in the fact that you fucking embarrassed them. Derry, I don't know why you thought it was cool to get on Beyonce's internet 
and fucking do this in front of people when you could have just messaged her. Like, I don't understand that shit. Like, we share way too much shit. I, you know, I, and I think that me having that job I had where I had to like do shit for Facebook did impact my social media usage, but also just like, I'm just tired of people over fucking sharing. Like, you had that person's phone number, call them. Why the fuck are you putting this out here for everybody when you you can contact that person directly? I don't like that shit. That shit is annoying. Like, don't do that. If you need to tell me some shit and you got my number and you get on social media and say some shit instead, automatically you're going to get a bad fucking response. Even if what you said has some validity, you're going to get a bad response because why the fuck would you take that to social media and you got my number? Like, that shit? I don't like that. Don't embarrass your significant other. Don't do no shit like that. You you got her number. And you he might not have known she was going to wear that because it seemed like she went out of town for like a girl's trip and she probably didn't show him every outfit she was going to wear. And so it's very it, it's very possible that he could have been surprised by seeing the photo and like, I didn't know she was going to wear that. You got her fucking number. She's the mother of your child. Contact her. Contact her. And I don't want to hear no shit about what she put it on social media so he should be able to respond on social media. No. She put a picture of herself on social media. You had a problem that was a relationship between y'all issue and you put that shit on social media. Two different things. Contact her directly. You wouldn't have never got dragged. You got dragged because you did this <laughs> And when I say they dragged his ass for days and he doubled down and came back with that shit about protecting his family. Bitch, shut up. Shut up. This just didn't go the way you thought it was going to go. You should have you should have just texted her, bro. You should have sent her a text that said, what the fuck you got on? Like, if, if you wanted to address the clothing, you could have done that directly with her. You didn't have to get on social media and do that. Because it wouldn't have blew up like this. Nobody would even know y'all were having this issue. But no, you want to take it to fucking social media because that's what people do now. I hate that. I really, I, I really hate how much of an oversharing society that we have become. Like, even like with my clients like my teenage clients and shit like they so used to it because this is the only world that they've known just putting everything on social media why the fuck why what you could have called her now y'all friendship fucked up because you didn't got on social media wanting to do this shit in front of the masses why you got her number call her stupid a certain type of personality that be doing that shit and I think that the way that Darius used this is kind of how when parents call their friends or or, or or siblings to talk about something that their kid did while the kid is in the vicinity because they're trying to use it as a shaming tactic. And this is what that was. Like you said, he could have just called her up and said, hey, you know, that's kind of like out there. First, second, I don't know what kind of how you can call and address that with Kiki Palmer. That ain't going <laughs> to turn out bad for you anyway. <laughs> she grown as fuck. She's going to make her grown as fuck decision. You know, but I feel like when you do it like that, it's shame. And then it turned into him having to defend himself. And it always go back to this idea of, well, when a man start defending his family, it's like, look, man, this ain't the world that we used to have, bro. The world is different. Your woman ain't finna sit here and be the breadwinner and you talk about how the man's supposed to goddamn be doing man shit with protecting his family. 
She protecting y'all, nigga. And I hate to say it like that. Because I don't believe in gender roles and I don't give a fuck about none of that. But I be using them niggas' language against them when they be having these kind of conversations. Like, you can't have it all the ways. Like, you need to be happy that your partner come home to you and desires to come home to you. And she desired to have a baby with you or she desired to do the stuff with you to have a baby. And whether she wanted it or not, that was the outcome. I don't know y'all fucking situation. But sometimes you got to take what you perceive to be some L's. I would have looked at her and been like, God damn, that's my lady. God damn. Like, that's the energy that you can choose to come at that shit with. This shit is a mindset because the way he addressed that shit, it can very, I mean, I won't say it sound incelly, you know, but it sound very red pilly. You know what I'm saying? Because if he was an incel, he wouldn't have a relationship. But real pill niggas be having relationships all the time and they just police the hell out of it in terms of what the woman's supposed to do, you know. But I think a partner, I think that at the beginning of your relationship, you should have a conversation with your partner about what they find out of bounds about clothing. Like, relationships right now have a really good opportunity to take what's going on in society and have conversations that wouldn't be had otherwise. Don't be listening to these relationship gurus and getting your vantage point from one place. Have a conversation with your partner and use this social shit to find out, well, what if I had a show like the Red Table Talk? You know, would you want to be involved? What if I told some of our deepest, darkest secrets on there? Get an understanding of your partner from some of these hypotheticals. You know, what if you went to an Usher show and you wore something that I didn't think I wore something that you didn't think was appropriate? How would you address that with me? You know, that can turn into a conversation of what is too far. Is cleavage too far? If they see that little line between my boobies, is that too much? Or should I keep them covered at all times? You know, or is it just when you see like the more skin? You know, that that scene, you know, oh, uh, what if I don't know, it's so many different things. What about a bodysuit? What if what if all the skin is covered and there's no line, but they can see all of the crevices on my body because it's a full blown cat suit? You know, it, it's conversations that people can be had. You know, I know motherfuckers like you read tired of hearing all these social dialogues and people putting all their business out here. But like you got to use that shit. And I be telling um guys when I talk to them about relationship shit, I be like. Bro, when movies are on TV shows, you and your partner binging them, or you just watching your own shows, find questions in those shows to ask your partner about hypotheticals. That is a good time to start conversations that's going to help y'all figure out some stuff, uh, fantasy stuff, and just practical stuff. This is a practical, some practical shit. Like a whole bunch of men right now should be having conversations with their partners about this, but they not because they don't believe their partner would ever do something like this. And because, you know, I guess they them or whatever. And you need to answer that? No, no. It just scared me. I thought. Oh. <laughs> but the partners um, need to be having these conversations. And this is an opportunity. But I think a lot of men is like, I'll never do that. And a lot of women are like, I'll never do that. But I think what a lot of women don't understand is that at some point they can put on something that they don't think is a problem that a man does think is a problem. And I think um, that's where the conversation need to go. But yeah, I don't, you know, no, not a problem for me. Whoever the fuck you want to wear. Um, have you watched the shiny happy people documentary about the Duggars? It was wild. I have not. I don't like documentaries like that. 
I love documentaries, but I'm not going to At this point, I know all I need to know about the Duckers. I'm sure it is wild, but this is this goes back to It was I, more about that church that they was involved in than it is about the Duggars. I think people know enough it? about the Duggars. Yeah, I think that people know a lot about the Duggars, so I don't think they really harped on that, but the church that they in is a super abusive church with this like uh, uh, rhetoric about how to uh, how to be a certain type of person. Mm-hmm. And I think the church is uh, embedded in politics uh, I think they got like some politicians. Who is that? Amy Coney Barrett is supposed to be like from one of them kind of churches, and she on the Supreme Court. So I think it's more than just about the Duggars. I think it ventures over into the system that created the Duggars. But I'm not interested. I just don't be interested in shit like that. I love documentaries. That's mostly what I watch. But um, nah, <laughs> nah. Do you watch Tubi? If so, what is your favorite series of movie? I don't watch Tubi. I don't watch Tubi either. But however, I follow some TikTok creators who go through like my favorite 2023 movies so far. And they'll just keep, you know, listing movies and giving a little highlight about them. About three of those lists have a Tubi movie named Cinnamon on it. And so I think I'm going to watch this movie soon because it keep popping up um, on the scene. And to you know to be on Tubi and not be I guess a major production. I just want to see kind of like how people who are creating content. I don't know. It do say Fox Entertainment Studios, and it got some bigger names in that thing. I don't know, but I don't know if you seen Cinnamon. Uh, Nikki, send me some insight about that but i'm gonna watch that on tubi but i haven't i haven't participated in two only thing i've been doing is if you go on tiktok and put in tubi movies it's just got all the movies clips from all the movies that are horrible that they be doing weird stuff on and like the bad movies basically because you know there's a genre of people that just watch bad movies for entertainment <laughs> yeah you know, and i think that's what like you'll find on there regarding tubi but yeah <clears throat> I hope adjusting to married life is going well for you. Uh, and I hope that quitting your stressful job has uh, given you an opportunity to recover from that and that you are on a path to finding a job that is going to uh, help not be uh, as stressful and reduce that stress. And yeah, thanks for sending us the letter. Thank you. Uh, we'll, um, skip, we'll skip news today. I ain't really got that much shit to talk about. No way. Oh, I was going to say, because I we don't have to like do maybe like one Reddit. <laughs> no, we can do two Reddits, just not. We don't want to do the news. I had Kiki Palmer boyfriend on here, even though I didn't plan on talking about social shit for real, but I had it on my news shit, so it would just be what that was. Um, so I, I'm still doing the theme. This week's theme is sex. All right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I figured you would like that one. No, nah, I mean, <laughs> see, I feel like you because it's you. Sex is still gonna be like proctored up and modified and gentrified. That's a good term. <laughs> gentrifying this topic. But go go to, for it. There was one that I re- that I wanted to do. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. This one. This one. Okay. Just go ahead I'm, and do it. I'm gonna do, do the one that I wanted to. Yeah. yeah and then I give you the options for the second one. All right. Okay. Am I the asshole for faking my orgasms and letting my wife think I'm trying to get her pregnant? I honestly don't know if I want kids. 
it's the man faking it. This nigga got several different problems. <laughs> you need to go to a therapist. <laughs> so it's the man. Um, okay. I'll keep this short. I love my wife. Like, really, really, really love her. Light of my world. Get her flowers on Valentine's Day. Watch The Bachelor instead of in MNF type of love. What the hell is MNF? Monday Night Football. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I love He'll our skip life. out on football for her. That's how much he loves her. And I love our life together. We've been married six years, and she's my Madonna and my my hoe. He is it, H O. Is that something else? <laughs> no, he's basically saying she is pristine quality essence, and oh, she also okay. fr- basically a lady in the street, uh, a lady freak in the, in the streets sheet. and a freak in the sheets. Okay. She's my Madonna and my hoe and everything in between. And I worship the ground she walks on. She wants a baby bad. I can't stand disappointing her. So I wasn't honest and said I did too. The truth is like. The truth is I like what we do. I like our time. I like our money. I like taking trips on a whim. And I enjoy watching her sexy ass as I. Belay her. During rock climbing. What the hell? I don't know. I can't imagine any of this happening with a little rug rat running around. For the last several months, I pretend to have an orgasm and then quickly go into the bathroom and finish myself off. I even fake having a UTI and fake having doctor's instructions that I needed to urinate immediately after sex in order to facilitate my ruse. She even checks herself every time, and I guess she, uh, this is the not safe for work part, can't tell the difference between her natural moisture and what I'm supposed to be leaving behind. I've even let it go so far as to get us both checked out by fertility specialists who haven't found anything wrong. Naturally, I suppose I keep trying and she keeps crying every month when her period comes. I've dug myself so fucking deep. I don't know how to get out. (laughs) Am I the asshole? (laughs) Yes, you're the asshole. You're fucking stupid. That non-confrontational shit going to get a lot of motherfuckers in trouble. Okay. (laughs) Tell her you don't want no goddamn kids, bro. You know, this or been something y'all talked about before y'all got married. It listen, I but now that you're here, let's not say tell her you don't want kids, but open up a dialogue with her about your struggle with wanting kids because maybe she needs to help you understand how your life can look similar to it looks with a component of raising a child. I mean, this kind of anxiety, fear, and worry shows up for men all the time when it comes to kids. It's just not very often that men are making the conscious decision to have kids. They had to worry because they done got somebody pregnant already. You are in the fortunate position to have the ability to make decisions about what your life becomes. Maybe not. Maybe saying, no, we let's not get pregnant now. Let's spend two years setting up our life financially and structurally and with support so that we can make sure we maintain these things in our lives. Let me make sure I help you understand the value that I see in our lives right now. And I'm worried about losing that. What'd you say? They already been married for six years. I'm worried about losing that with kids. It's a conversation. Nothing gets done without words, motherfuckers. Nothing. You need words. And, you know, the better you can put them words together, the better outcome you can have. And the ways that you learn to put words together better is in the best case scenario, find a fucking genie like Aladdin, rub that bitch and have him give you all the charisma you can have. But that shit ain't real. So the next best step is to go to a therapist. 
you know, figure out how to speak, figure out how you feel, you know, work your skill on being able to communicate and do that shit. The next one, probably just go to Reddit, read some other motherfuckers who are hesitant to have kids and see what feedback you can get from the community who has done this. You know, the next one is just talk to your fucking partner. If y'all shit is as enjoyable as it is, uh, that conversation ain't going to break your relationship. It's probably going to help it. Especially if your dumb ass walking around here pretending to have orgasms and shit. Talking about you got a UTI. Like this, all this stupid ass shit going to lose you your relationship before having a conversation about your hesitance to have kids. Fuck wrong with you, nigga. He's also the asshole. I don't think men understand what fertility issues can do to a woman. And so you sitting around letting her think it's something wrong with her. That shit is very, very, very serious and impactful to women. Like you sitting around watching her crying shit, thinking that you helping her by not just being honest with her. But what you're really doing is got her doubting herself and her ability to give you kids because you told her you want children. So in her mind, my husband wants this thing that I want and I can't give it to him because I'm broken or there's something wrong with me. Like that's the main reason that you a fucking asshole is you sitting and watching her cry and justifying this to yourself. Like you just need to be honest and, and put her out of her fucking misery. You sitting here watching her cry month after month instead of just fucking talking to her. Like that shit is real. Like women with infertility issues or women that believe that they have infertility issues. Society makes it such like, Having a baby is like the end all be all for, for you to be a woman and your inability to do so makes you less so of that. And it's impactful. Don't do that to her. Fucking talk to her. What's the matter with you? And like now you have dug yourself in a hole because it's like you, you cannot tell her you've been doing this shit. Like if he tell her that and you've been letting her go through this horrible time in her mind thinking all of this shit about stuff. I don't even know how you come out of this. Like, it could have been a conversation that would have made your relationship stronger in the beginning. But, I don't know if he said how long he's been doing this shit. Months! Because you said month after month she crying about getting her period. So you've been doing this for months and letting her suffer for months. That's gonna be hard to come back from. (laughs) That's gonna be real hard to come back from. That's so fucked up, man. Just... Should have talked to her. I don't even know how he come out of that now. Because you got to admit that you've been doing this fuck shit for months. And letting her cry. For months. Yeah, you the asshole, man. Fucking terrible. To think so highly of your wife. It's wild to me that you can look at her suffer like that. That shit. That shit wild. Um, so I wanted to do that one, but because I I was like, the man faking the orgasms. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Me and fake orgasms. I know, but you don't usually see them talking about it. <laughs> because busting the nut is masculine. <laughs> That's toxic masculinity. Well, no, we I'm not talking on. about I'm not talking about faking orgasm because you have like can't or because of medical or what I'm, I mean, he's faking it because of. He don't want to have a baby. That's well, I was, what I, mean. I was responding to us not talking about when oh. orgasms are faked. It's because 
How you gonna go to the bruh? Yeah, you go to the basketball court. Hey fellas, what's up, man? What's up, man? How you and girl doing? Man, I had to fake busting a nut on the ass last night. Hell, cause you know, I don't know. I don't know what reason they would come up with, but I imagine women having like if women have those conversations. Cause we know women have orgasms at low rates, but fake orgasms at higher rates. So I wonder if like if women end up having those conversations, like with each other. No, yeah. Yes. I ain't getting yes. no orgasms from him. I'll be having to fake that shit. Yeah. But like we we can't do that. We can't yes. do that. We do. It's the same reason we can't, you know, look at like women look at their friend and say, girl, that dress is dressing. We can't look at men and be like, boy, them pants is pantsing, my boy. <laughs> that shit don't even sound right. <laughs> you know. You know, we can't even say some neutral shit like you look nice, man. No, you gotta say you trying to get all the bitches, ain't you? Yeah, you trying to get all the hoes. Or you just do some passive shit like, bro, where you get that shirt from? That might be a that's a that ain't no polo. It ain't got the low. Where you get that shirt from? That's a like you gotta ask like you in interested in the shit they got on. You can't just be like, bro, that's a nice shirt. That shirt fits your physique properly. <laughs> Motherfucker finna think your ass is coming on to them. Turn you know, turning them on. Or turn yourself on. That's what they think. But you know. All right, what's on the list? Okay. Would I be the asshole if I told my girlfriend about the other women I sleep with? You already the asshole <laughs> in several different ways. Like, how much more of an ass? Like, you're just trying to add to the asshole rung at this point. <laughs> add the notches to the asshole belt. How the fuck is you... <laughs> The only way this makes sense is he thinking that he don't want to hurt her by telling her, and so he gonna keep her from knowing. But is you gonna keep fucking other bitches? Of course he is. Of course he is. He will like it. Listen, there's a range of the type of nigga you get into in terms of cheating. Okay, there's a dude who cheats with one person, and that could be a range of reasons why. You know, he could not be very organized. He cannot be good at maintaining multiple relationships. He might have a woman that's a little bit sketchy. When you get into the range of somebody who is messing with multiple people, throw that nigga away. Throw him away. He is, he don't mean you no good at all. Like the other one don't mean you no good either. Throw his ass away too. But that like... He is trash can juice. He's like the worst part of the trash can. He's the trash can that you, he's the trash that you can smell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He ain't the trash. Like, don't get me wrong. A trash can full of uh, balled up pieces of paper is the same kind of trash as uh, is is trash as well. But but you would much rather take that trash out than the trash with the the old ass bananas and tomatoes and all that shit in the bottom that you can see the juice. Coming out the motherfucker. They they both trash, but one of them is, is heavily more unfavorable. So once a dude say other women that I mess with, you ain't shit. You need to be alone. Okay. I, I don't know if I want to hear that. I have to hear that one by default. We gotta be a better one than that. Uh am I the asshole for challenging my girlfriend's perspective on condoms? Am I the asshole for wanting my girlfriend to stop watching porn? Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend I feel bad for the truth about her prior sex life? I guess she was a hoe. Damn. <laughs> Am I the asshole for telling a girl she's shallow and selfish for admitting she dumped her boyfriend because he wasn't good enough in bed? 
Shit. Am I the asshole for telling my wife I don't want to use condoms? Damn, I want to do about three of these motherfuckers. I told you. <laughs> Damn. I want to do the, the one about condoms, but I also want to do about the one who don't want his girlfriend to watch porn. I wonder if he's religious. Do the one. Do the one about porn, what girlfriend watching porn. Okay. Maybe he's insecure. I, I'm going it's to posit that he's meat insecure. It's a very short one. Okay. Um, this happened a few years back, but another thread sparked the thought. She would openly admit to watching it and said it was mostly mild content, but she needed it to get off and never masturbated without it. Her lackluster behavior in bed and inability to come made me think her habit was affecting our sex life. And whenever I brought it up, she would blow up about it and refuse to even try to stop or just lie about it. Having had a problem in the past with porn myself, I recognized the addiction very quickly and connected the dots. If it didn't affect our in real life sex life, I wouldn't care, but was uncomfortable knowing I'm second fiddle to a screen. How <laughs> does know it's impacting his sex? I mean, he don't he don't know that it's impacting his sex life. That's just uh, she has an inability to uh, come. I mean, that could be an active issue that she has, and the only way she can come could be through pornography. It don't necessarily mean that porn is the reason that she can't come. I think he's saying, you know how when people have sex addictions or like they have an addiction to porn, sometimes it can impact their ability to actually have like sex with an in real life partner. Uh-huh. That's the thing. So I think he and he's saying he went through that. So he feels like she's exhibiting the symptoms he exhibited when he had a problem with it before. I th- it would be much easier to accept that if women didn't already have an active issue with orgasms with men outside of them even consuming porn. Like women have, I think there's a different case for women in this scenario because of that. So I don't think we can say that because she watched porn that this is why sex life is like this. I mean, all the last three or four of her sex lives could have been like this. And maybe porn is what she had to result to in order to get her orgasms. You know, but if she can orgasm from porn, that means that tools are available to help you help her orgasm. That's the problem with me. Like, for me, if my partner can't orgasm without porn, then I guess we're going to have to put a TV on the ceiling, goddamn. <laughs> or we're going to have to put something playing in the background, you know, some mild porn for us to be able to have that experience like let's combine all this shit combine this motherfucker like the planeteers goddamn earth wind water fire heart and this motherfucker you know toys porn me you sex boom with all them powers combined you finna get this orgasm that's how i feel like i feel like if she is capable of orgasming by herself she is capable of orgasming with you but is it like a Nick Cannon situation where Nick Cannon said, like, my my penis is the toy. Like, no, no, no other toys in the bedroom, no other stuff, just me. If you can't orgasm for me, then then. And if you look at the data, the data suggests that we don't do that very well in high numbers. So I, I you can't be a man who uh, can't, your woman can't orgasm with you, not willing to do the things that orgasm, uh, uh, that she can't orgasm from, criticize her from what she does to orgasm and tell her that you can't have it. And all of that based on the trauma that you have of your own porn addiction. I don't know. It's some more to exploring that he got to do before he just say, stop watching porn and getting them orgasms. Because the reality is if she is telling you that I can't orgasm without this, 
what's finna happen is she just finna have less orgasms. And that's gonna turn into a problem for y'all's relationship. So that's my thoughts on that. All right. You wanna do the condom ones? Yes. I still had a bunch of them. Um I, I saved a bunch of them. A lot of them keep have me, keep me for a part two later on in the future. Not necessarily okay. next week, but just in the future sometime. Um what was it? Oh, challenging the perspective on condoms? No, the one the first one. The mm-hmm. um the dude uh wait, was that it? It had that one and then you I have the uh wife don't Oh the wife, yeah, the first one challenging perspective on condoms. Yeah, that's okay. it. Uh, am I the asshole for challenging my girlfriend's perspective on condoms? Uh, he is a 20 year old male. His girlfriend is a 22 year old female. My girlfriend of five months was on the pill before we met and has been on it for the duration of our relationship. She never forgets it. And we trust its efficacy. So we haven't used condoms since the first couple of weeks of our relationship. I expressed at the beginning and occasionally still do that. I'm grateful for her taking the responsibility of protecting us. She sat me down on Monday to talk and the conversation went as follows her. I've done some reading and I want to go off the pill me. Okay. Are you thinking about talking to your uh, gynecologist about something non-hormonal or should I pick up some condoms? There was zero complaint in my tone. I just wanted to know what her plan was her. This is 100% word for word. Just go buy some condoms. It's not like they make a difference anyway. Me. I'll grab some this weekend when I pick up groceries, but I don't know what you mean when you say they don't make a difference. Her. You always finished even if you were wearing a condom. Me. Sure, but that doesn't mean the orgasm feels the same or that the journey to get there feels the same. Her. Your physical feeling isn't as important as my body. Me. I didn't say it was, but I don't know why you're trying to minimize the impact condoms have. You're not a man. You've never had a penis and you've never done anything sexual with a piece of latex stuck over your nerve endings. I've already told you I'll use them and I'm not complaining about it, but you shouldn't act like it doesn't make a difference to me just because it doesn't make one to you. I have always expressed gratitude for your being on birth control. I don't even expect you to express gratitude to me in the same way. I'm just asking you to stop minimizing it. There is absolutely no reason to do that. Her. Wow, I can't believe you're trying to make me feel guilty for this. Why can't you just be a man and use condoms? It's my body that's at stake and you don't get a say. She then got up and stomped out of my apartment, has been giving me the silent treatment since since then, except to confirm some plans we made this weekend. She's never acted like this, but this whole situation is making me reconsider the relationship. From my point of view, the way she is acting is completely juvenile. She didn't even respond to what I was actually saying before she left. It feels like she's on some sort of my body, my choice power trip when I haven't even ever acted in a way that wasn't mindful of that. Is she being unreasonable or am I somehow an asshole? I'm the reason. The only reason I'm questioning myself here is because of her extreme reaction. I feel like all she had to do was ask nicely without insinuating it would make no difference. And the entire second half of this conversation would not have taken place. He didn't edit, but let's just go. For it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it does sound like she was hearing or responding to some shit that you weren't that he wasn't saying. Yeah, in that scenario, but bro, you need to learn how to hold them and fucking fold them, goddamn. Like your ass going on and on and on about the fucking difference that the condom feel. Who gives a fuck if you got to use them anyway? Like, why, well, why are you making that argument? I don't know that that's fair. Like, he just wants, I mean, he wants an acknowledgement that it's going to be different. Like, she making it like it's not a big deal. He's going to do it, but he was just saying, like, don't minimize it like it ain't going to make a difference. I'm willing to allow 
the difference and I'll deal with the difference. But like, I, it sounded like he wanted a, an acknowledgement. Why? Of, why? Like he used the argument that she don't have a penis and she'll never know. So why would you be trying to get her to acknowledge something that she could never conceptualize experience in any way? Well, women try to get men to acknowledge all the things that go on with us that y'all won't ever be able to conceptualize. You don't say that about that. That's the same thing. It's not the same thing to me. How is it not the same? Because a man wearing a condom has no consequence. And all of this shit that women be trying to get men to understand about y'all have consequence. Fucking shit, where, whether it got to do with pain, whether it got to do with pregnancy, whether it got to do with body autonomy. Most of the shit that women trying to get men to understand has some level of consequence to it. That's different than a motherfucker trying to get somebody to believe that condom sex feel different than raw sex. Does it not? Yes, it feels different. Okay, what, so you... <laughs> What I'm saying is this ain't the hill to die on. This motherfucker started this conversation that don't mean shit, and now he's thinking about getting out of the relationship. I don't think that it's about the conversation itself. I think it's about her unreasonableness and how like how she went from zero to ten about this shit. He said she ain't never acted like this before, and he like I could see how him like is this how she? Because like in the beginning of the relationship, everybody plays like politics, and they're really nice. So I could see him being like, is this how she actually is when she get upset about some shit or like, like what's going on? Cause she ain't never act like this before. So like, is this a, a sign of things to come? I don't think it's necessarily about the condom. He don't, it don't sound like he give a fuck about the condom, but her not even, he didn't even say nothing about it being different. She the one who was like, it don't make a fucking difference anyway. <laughs> Why would she say that? If you asking him, saying you don't want to have birth control anymore because the hormones and the impact on your body, that wasn't even a necessary statement for her to say. All well, she I had guess to let's, do... Well, I guess let's go back. If I was in this situation with my partner as a therapist trying to objectively see what's up, I would assume that something going on with her that I don't know about for her to be, one, getting off of birth control, and number two have a big concern about how somebody is talking about her body. So she could very well be going through some shit. So that would be my or first Or she could have watched the video of the man's spear of, of niggas saying shit about this and then just like came with an attitude off the back because she she is coming off the crest of seeing people being problematic. You don't see... I don't know. I feel like I feel like a man having this conversation with you will go fucking horrible for him. I feel like what? a man starting a conversation out starting a conversation with you like that would go horrible for him. Because he just he's trying to assert not her understanding, but he is I feel like being a dead horse. Listen, like he's just trying to get her he's trying to get her to stop believing something that she believes for whatever reason this ain't the moment i just don't feel like this is the moment to do that i'm gonna reread the beginning of this conversation she said i've done some reading and want to go off the pill he said okay are you thinking about talking about getting something else or do i need to pick up some condoms her very next that was the first two things that were said her very next response was just go buy some condoms it's not like they make a difference anyway she was the one who brought it up with an attitude. Like he didn't even say he was just asking, like, what, what are we doing? What's the okay, you saying this? So what what are we doing? Do I need to go get condoms? And she flipped out. Why are we thinking that's with an attitude? Is it's not like they make a difference anyway? That, that could just how be somebody could that not be an attitude. 
What you mean? How? Just well, clearly, clearly from what she's saying, it don't make a difference for her. They've had unprotected and protected sex. In her world, condoms don't make a difference. But in his, it does. Like, I don't, it, I don't know why it's a big deal to acknowledge well, that it's different for him. Well, what I'm saying is, I don't think she was conveying to him that it don't make a difference for you. Which means she could be conveying that without it having any implication about she how he is. The next thing after that, you always finish even if you were wearing a condom. She does think it doesn't make a difference for him. When you had a condom, you nut it. When you don't have a condom, you nut it. So it must be the same. She said that. It does. She was saying it don't make a difference for him. Now, let's read his responses. He said, uh, the first one was, okay, are you thinking about getting something else? Or should I pick up some condoms? He said, I'll grab some this weekend when I pick up groceries. But I don't know what you mean when you say they don't make a difference. And then he, uh, the really long one where he was like explaining when he said, you're not a man and all of that. Mm -hmm. That was his last response. I don't know. I don't know. I guess, I guess not a hill for me to down. That's a personal <laughs> preference. Not a hill for me to down. If, if my partner said it's not like they make a difference, I'd be like, okay, maybe they don't make a difference for you, but I'll tell you about me. It does. And then let that shit go. Like getting into a whole back and forth about condom feel come on man y'all about to have the same sex without the well y'all ain't gonna have the same sex now no. like sex is gonna change for sometimes if it even recover but i don't know i guess we have to know how they engage with each other outside of it like how come you have never seen this side of her push back in resilience about a topic that you feel important to bring back but this is the first time y'all had a conversation like that like, how long y'all been in a relationship? How long has five it been going on? Five months. For this to be the first time. I don't know. I guess five months is about the range where it's like you finna get to start seeing a different version of a person. But I don't know. It just seemed like a... I mean, I, I get what you're saying. But for me, it just wouldn't be a hill to down. Most things aren't a hill to down to you, though. You can't right. lose you. <laughs> I've told right. you that before. I mean, Most I wouldn't tell no nigga. I would I would tell all my niggas not to die on this hill. <laughs> like, if you're still going to hit with the condoms, bro, what? She don't got to understand how it feel for you. Like, let her let her believe that. What difference do it make? Like, what difference? Like, it, it, do you are you afraid that she gonna say, well, we might as well just use condoms forever? Well, that's stupid because it's it's an expense. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the point of arguing that? it's different raw than it is with condoms on functionally. It, it's no purpose because you're already committed to transferring over to the condoms. And now but you're, I don't think it's about the, I guess I think it's the acknowledgement of how he feels because like, what if she do this with other shit that matters to him that you do think matters? Like you I don't feel think like the condoms she, matter. Now but, that I feel like she would have had opportunities to do that in the last five months. If you were going to be invalidated by your partner, there's plenty of times to be invalidated by your partner just before you get to this conversation at this point. Because right now, five months in, I think you would know whether your partner is the type that would invalidate your feelings unless you never, ever talk about your feelings, maybe. And they I guess do. men can be guilty of that. They don't. <laughs> but, I mean, the reality is, I guess, if this is the first time you saw that pushback and you want to take that pushback as her potentially invalidating your feelings more in the future, then you need to leave that relationship. Leave that shit alone. You know, but when you tell people about the reason that y'all got that relationship ended, 
<laughs> the conversation that started it, it's just gonna sound stupid. Yeah, bro, we were finna start using condoms, and I went and got the goddamn condoms, and she said condoms feel the same as raw. And I like, bitch, no, it don't. You don't got down got a meat. How the hell are you gonna tell me? <laughs> and and like, I feel like funny. most men that would like side with him though. Like, I don't think that they would be like, that was a crazy reason. Like, <laughs> no, like you literally have a good ass relationship with this girl. Y'all fucking, and you enjoy the fucking, and and you are about to let this relationship go because she said it it feel the same. That that's a stupid reason. That's a stupid reason to me. I'm not saying that it's not something to address, but to elevate it, escalate it to the point where nah, this shit finna go because she she telling me that if the condoms feel the same being on. Well, and he can't that even is discuss it. She giving him the silent treatment. He said that she been giving him the silent treatment since this. The only time she talked to him was to solidify some plans. So how are you supposed to talk to somebody that ain't talking to him? Silent treatment gonna come around at some point. But the reality is he going to have the same perspective and he going to do the same shit he just did. That's what he going to do. He not going to let it go. It's going to become a problem. They might as well just break up. So he should just let it go and not care that she don't care about it. Like, this not, it just seems like you saying like, cause he, he did like the dude, it don't matter. He should just eat it. What, what, what do you expect her to say from him saying like him trying to get her to understand something that she can't understand? I mean, I guess at some point she can say, well, I hear what you're saying. I guess that it ain't but, hard to under, like, I, I don't have a dick, but I would imagine that it would feel different. I don't have to be a dude to understand that. It's not like it's some crazy concept because it is a piece of plastic. So, oh, yes, you would think but, that it would make a difference. Like, it ain't like that's unreasonable. <laughs> but I think that's contingent upon whether she felt it feeling different for herself. But that's no. just selfish. If you can't imagine what something feels like for somebody else, then that's just like, what you mean? Like, I know it don't make a difference for me, but that doesn't mean I can't acknowledge that it does make a difference for you. And I appreciate that you ain't just like, hey, you need to take them fucking pills because I ain't wearing no goddamn condoms. Feel different. I, mean, I don't like it. Look, listen, there's plenty of room for her to just be real stupid. There's just plenty of room for that. I right, mean, she would have to be to I not mean, think the, it feel the, different. Listen, I ain't, I ain't even if advocating you put anything for, on your listen. skin and and do something, gloves, whatever. You know it feel different. Why would a dick not be the same? <laughs> like that's common sense. If you got some over you, a part of your body, it's not gonna be as sensitive. You're not gonna feel it as much. That's common sense. How could it not feel different? That don't even. I don't even know how you could even think that. <laughs> it's. If me and you both had like different temperature thresholds, which we probably do because you probably take fucking scalding hot ass showers. I do. And uh, you, we take the temperature shower of what you got and you pour it on you and pour it on me and it don't feel like nothing to you, but it feel like something to me. Like you saying it don't feel like nothing. But it, I would like, never say that. I know women take hot ass showers. But, but I, that again, your intellect is of a level that can acknowledge those things. Imagine if you was at a lower intellect where you I couldn't conceptualize like, somebody it, else. I'm just like saying. Basic. I didn't say that case. Be really stupid. We don't have a lot of information. Look, we missing a lot of information <laughs> in this. But there is room for. First off, again, I ain't advocate for her if she's stupid enough to believe that. Because it feel the same for me, it must feel the same for you. That's that's already a low intellect. That's already like you you your your marbles is fucking click clacking together, okay? In that situation. 
That's what's happening. What he done did? Fart and woke himself up? Oh, he like, he had his head propped up, like, looking at me weird, like, like, bitch, you still doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Talking feel, about the dog. The dog yeah. was like, looking crazy. I feel like I feel like she's potentially not smart because she's bringing up this issue that shouldn't be an issue because she should have an understanding that that shit feel different. All she got to do is go to Reddit. All she got to do is talk to some of her friends. All she got to do is talk to some men and she will be get an understanding that, yeah, that shit feel different. Right. And for her to not think to do that and for her to stand so deeply down on what she think. Yeah, that's a problem. But I feel like you should know if your girlfriend marbles is click clacking together, goddamn, instead of working in conjunction with each other. I mean, five months ain't that long. Like I said, they, I mean, especially yeah. if you don't live with each other, both of y'all are working adults. Five months is not five months because y'all ain't seeing each other every day of the five months. That's not a lot of time. And to, and to your point, if this is the first time that you're finding out your girl's stupid <laughs> and invalidating your feelings, and don't understand different kind of fields, then it probably worth leaving the relationship. But then. he said he was considering it. He did say he was considering it. I guess if that's the scenario, if that's if that's all the deductions from this, then yeah, you should lead the conversation. If you're just very very aggressive at getting people to see your perception and not willing to let arguments go and not willing to accept that some people just ain't gonna see shit the way that you see shit. Then I mean, you know, then it's on how you address the situation. And I and he didn't even. I don't think he came into it wrong. I you mean, know, I was, think yeah, he was respectful. I, but like, what did it say? Let's see what that shit say. Oh, I forgot it wasn't it. <laughs> um, I gotta find it. Them, okay. Every time we read the edit, that shit be proving me all kind of wrong. Going <laughs> <laughs> to do that shit again. <laughs> Let's see, edit. Okay, the people who have clearly read the post seem to be between not the asshole and everyone sucks here. I'm going to keep stewing on it, but I'm planning to break up with her simply for the fact that she stormed out of my apartment and has essentially ghosted me for three days. That's just not cool. All of the year, the asshole arguments would seem to be pretty balanced between men and women, rely on infantilizing her and insinuating that I should man up. There are some awesome uh, double whammy sexism there. She can't handle the reality of condoms because she's a sensitive woman. She's a grown-ass adult just like I am. She's not a child. And if she can't handle reality, then she's not the person for me. I hope you all are in relationships where you feel like you have to mask reality for your partner's sake. That was the edit. I mean, I don't know if I would call that reality in that sense. Like, his reality is different than her reality, clearly. The way that he framing it in the edit makes it seem like he want everybody to understand his reality and he's okay with invalidating other realities. That I mean, he that 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 edit was aggressive. That edit was aggressive in the terms of like, no, nah, she just she ain't getting it and she need to get it. And I'm just saying the thing that she need to get don't make that big of a difference to me. But it does make a difference that if you and her were to get in an argument and then she would ghost you for three days. Yeah. But also I really like, when does the silent treatment become ghosting? Because it seemed like maybe he said it like that in order to make what she doing sound worse. 
Ghosting is like you ain't never gonna talk to this person again. I don't see ghosting as that. When you're in a committed relationship, I would just still say that's the silent treatment. I broke up with the police officer for doing that shit. Remember? That's for, what he was doing. He was like disappearing for days, talking about he was going through something and didn't communicate with me. That's exactly what we broke up over. Well, you because you ain't finna just disappear and not say nothing to me. Even if we if we had an argument, we gonna fucking talk that shit out. Or you got to go. What the fuck is you mean? You gone for three days and I ain't heard from you and don't know what the fuck is going on. No, no. Well, well, what I'm saying, I don't think none of that is ghosting. None of what you explaining and none of what he is explaining. What he was doing was being a poor communicator through whatever fucking trauma he was going through. And that don't work out for relationships. You got to communicate. But I don't think that's ghosting. When you talk about ghosting. I didn't call it ghosting. I didn't yeah, say that. Yeah, and I, so I think when you're talking about ghosting, you're talking about a motherfucker who let you go and you can't get in contact with him. You ain't finna see him again. That's all the essence of the term ghosting. You know what I'm saying? If it was goddamn, we in a relationship and you talking every now and then, you can call that shit reincarnation or some shit. But ghosting means your ass is out of here <laughs> as far as I see the shit. You know? So I feel like maybe. <clears throat> he's framing it as ghosting to make it sound worse because when he get into these situations where it's like everybody sucks here, <laughs> which is what they were saying about that. Uh, and that's what I was saying, essentially. Uh, everybody sucks. She's stupid. Um, she don't understand. And I think what the, I think the part of where he says uh, masking reality, <clears throat> I don't think it's about reality. I think it's about realizing that people have differences in experiences and the way you got to communicate it is different. For example, that cup of water example that you pour that hot ass water on your skin that don't do nothing. And I pour it on my skin and it burned the shit out of me. But it'd be crazy for me to expect you to, to get in the shower with me and, and, and me have the water at that temperature and just say, fuck your skin. <laughs> like that would be unreasonable, even though, it don't feel that way to me. I, for me to not acknowledge that this is scalding you would be fucked up of me. Even though it's what I do and that's my reality, it could still impact you. If but if that ain't what was being said together. though. She wasn't saying fuck your orgasm. She wasn't saying fuck your nut. She was saying the shit don't feel no different. That's what she was saying. Like she wasn't acknowledging that it it does feel different. Like you nutted, so it must be the same. That ain't how that works. <laughs> But again, you're not now. What's the difference? This is to me. This is where he went wrong. To me, that the where he what he could have responded in that was a more insightful, well thought out conversation about it. Because I think when you say to yourself, "Oh, she don't understand," you have a different response versus when you say, "Um, if somebody if somebody tell me, okay, this is." I I told you the story about the vet office that I just had before we started recording, but like when somebody telling me that they don't understand what I'm saying and it's very fucking clear, or it's like only an idiot would not understand this. Like how, why would I have to break this down anymore for you? This is common fucking sense. I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't have to break this down. This is, it doesn't make sense that you don't get it. What do you mean? But he didn't he didn't really break shit down. He didn't make no he didn't have, statements. He, he shouldn't have had to. All he said was, I don't know what you mean by it don't feel no different. Her next response was, Well, you're not either way. <laughs> what? But why wouldn't he understand what she meant when she said that? And she was very that's a very clear sentiment. 
that means that she feel like there's no difference between having a piece of of it's not plastic but something over your skin and doing something and not having something like that's that's what do you mean you don't get that i don't how how could you not get that that is very simple i don't how how would i break that down for you anymore like if you even just think about what a condom is where it goes what the action is you don't need nothing more than that i should have to tell you it feel different it doesn't make sense that you wouldn't know that like that would be i would have had a much worse response <laughs> but what, this is what like, i'm saying what are you talking about you're not stupid, are but you? Listen, you, you didn't have that response to the nigga talking about them eyebrows. You are uh, you, you when you when you understood that he was saying something stupid, you had to process and assess how you were gonna have this conversation in a way not to offend and make this situation worse. Am I right? Yeah, I was so surprised that. But but that's the thing. It was he like didn't give that processing. He responded in a way that led to an argument instead of a conversation. Well, no, all he, he said, I don't know what you mean when you say that. And when he said that about the eyebrows, I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, no, they, that's not that was what his I, first response. His first response was, what do you mean they feel the same? His first, you're saying that his first response is the same as your first response. But after that, you took a journey in responding to him. He didn't take a journey. He just wham, bam, thank you. At the end of the day, it didn't make a fucking difference because he still, at the end of that conversation, like he had, he went and Googled it. Like he went and Googled it while we were together. And I, that made me feel like you even more stupid. You, you had to go and Google something that's so common sense. This motherfucker thought that you're, I, I don't know, this is with some years ago. So let me reiterate what we're talking about for anybody that's newly listening. I dated a man. I don't even remember how we got on a conversation about eyebrows. It was some random segue into this conversation. But he told me that we have eyebrows. The, the, the purpose of eyebrows is to shade our eyes from the sun. Now I want you to just sit with him for a second. He said that, and I was like, "What?" I said, "I know. I they're there to keep things out of our eyes, like sweat and stuff when it rolls down. It keep it that redirects it so that it doesn't get into your eyes." And he was like, "Oh uh, no!" Like talking to me like I'm the stupid one in this situation. Like you can't be. Si- How bushy do you? How bushy would eyebrows have to be to actually give you? Why would we need sunglasses? If that was the fucking case, people wouldn't even buy fucking sunglasses if the eyebrows shaded your eyes from the sun. And it was just his attitude about it when he said it. It was like, like I was the stupid one. You can't be serious. And then he Googled it in front of me because, and when when it was that, he was like, I I still think that there's a portion of it just. Admit that you was wrong and move the fuck on, sir. And don't say that shit to nobody else. <laughs> I, that will go down in my history of probably one of the most ridiculous situations that have happened to me with, like, a man. As far as, like, not acknowledging. Or, like, again, he tried to make it seem like I was the crazy one. Like, I'm stupid. Like, what you mean what I mean? I mean exactly what the fuck I said. What you mean? <laughs> Listen. Oh, so, that was crazy. In, 
let me clarify, right? I am not arguing for her side because it's clearly wrong and stupid. I'm advocating for his side because I agree with what he's saying. I disagree with how he had the conversation. To me, it seems like he didn't have the wherewithal from her first comment to understand that she might be stupid. And I feel <laughs> like when you started that conversation with eyebrows, I feel like you said, oh, shit, he might be stupid. And now the way you have the conversation thinking that they may have deficits in the ability to understand is taken differently versus becoming offended that somebody can't perceive you liking something the way that you like it versus the way that you don't like it as much and trying to get them to just believe that it's different rather than understanding they might not have the capability right now of believing that. And you know what? In the scenario with the cup or the hot water, if you pour the hot water on yourself and I pour it on myself and I'm like, oh, shit, and I'm burning. If you look at me and say, oh, you just got weak ass skin, you'll never know what it's like to take a hot shower like this because your skin weak. That's not how to have a conversation. So him saying, well, you ain't never had no penis, so you'll never know how the shit feel. To me, that was the wrong way to take that conversation to somebody that you want to understand you. That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't have advocated for him going that direction in the shit, but to his benefit, if it helped him realize that a woman who I get into argument with gonna ghost me for three days, if that's how he want to frame it, I'll say silent treatment for three days, however long, too long, and that she is stupid, and that she ain't willing to validate my feelings and my experience, if this is how you had to find out, Fine, because even if you had had this conversation appropriately, you would still have that woman. But the reality could be that some of the way that you responded represents a miscalculation in who she is, that you're deducing that she's that way. But it's your prerogative. I do think everybody sucks here like the rest of the people say. I forgot that's an option. Everybody sucks here to me. Well, it was in the asshole because you not only do the ones that people have identified yeah. as asshole, but people in the comments were saying that everybody sucks here. Send me the link. I want to see what some people saying. Send me the link. Okay. I'll read some of those. Uh, let me find it again. Okay, here we go. Because if I don't do it now, I ain't going to do it. So I'm, I, we probably, I'm just gonna read some of the other. We'll we may re- revisit these at another like a part two. But um, see, you thought I was gonna pick really safe ones. These were interesting. They were, but you didn't know it. I did know. You didn't uh, know they were interesting. Not the content, unless you read them. Oh, oh yeah. Well, the titles were interesting. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't ever read them. Uh, am I the asshole for kicking my friend out of my party after she had sex in the bathroom? Sound like a hater to me. <laughs> but you care if she had sex in the bathroom. Why is it your business? This one I say, <laughs> this one isn't really sex though. Well, I guess kind of. Would I be the asshole for outing my ex? Yes. Oh hell outing. yeah! Why would you think you wouldn't? I guess. What? Uh, like there ain't nothing somebody can do to you that would justify you putting their personal business out there. You an asshole for that. Thinking it make you asshole to me. Am I the asshole for sending my sister's father-in-law a lewd message and interfering with her married life? Well, why would you? Were you trying to prove that he a creep? Like what? <laughs> why would, why you would you do that? Oh my god. Um. 
Am I the asshole for revealing my brother's sex life to my parents? Don't know what his sex. I don't know if this is another outing situation or like that he, you know, doing porn or. <laughs> this is one of those questions where if you're asking it, you're on the wrong side of history. <laughs> Uh, and then I had a bunch of women saying that they assholes for faking orgasms, but it's like that's a common. I don't know why you like continuously do that. We gotta have a conversation at some point. Like, yeah, I give you you had a bad night, but like I'm continuously not being satisfied. We gotta talk. That's a problem. It's a fucking problem. This is what happened with women. Um, that's how I be. But they yeah, be having orgasm. I mean, what do you want to say? But yeah. Listen, everybody. I want to let everybody know before we head out is that <clears throat> I had a miscalculation. I really thought Red was going to like Spider-Man uh, <laughs> across the Spider-Verse. Um, even though she don't like Spider-Man, even though she never seen into the Spider-Verse. We went to the movie theater to go see Guardians of the Galaxy. And I told her, like, you off this week. We can see both of them. And she was like, I ain't coming to movie number one, so we might as well watch Spider-Man. <clears throat> now, there's some things that I didn't tell her in this scenario. I didn't tell her that I... Well, I told her that I saw it already. I guess she forgot that I seen it already. And then I told her that it was a to-be-continued, and I don't think she registered it in the sense that, like, she wasn't going to get resolution from this movie. And so I think those two things on their own made it more frustrating for her in that movie. But then the reason she don't like Spider-Man showed up, which is Spider-Man, unlike all the other fucking Marvel superheroes, is a kid that's worried about his girlfriend and shit, can't do shit, need permission from his parents. He's just an antsy teenager that's out here fucking bullshitting. And apparently Red ain't got time for kids doing <laughs> kid shit with superhero powers. Now, I thought to myself that Red was going to like this movie because it's a motherfucking artistic masterpiece. It's beautiful. It's creative. It's a new way that these, you know, art studios are creating, you know, digital imagery for us to consume. And you know what? All of that shit was a miscalculation. She did not. She was not happy when we left that movie theater. When that motherfucking shit said to be continued, she looked over at me like, I'm going to... If I had bigger hands, I'd choke your ass. <laughs> That's how she looked at me when that shit ended. And she said, what the fuck? I was like, damn. <laughs> so, no more calculations for something that Red will like. Just want to <laughs> let you know. Now, there's some surefire things that she going to like, okay? She going to like some motherfucking Zelda shit, all right? I she gonna it. like some puppy and some dog shit. If you draw her some shit from Rick and Morty, she fuck with that heavy. Okay? I do. Um, what else she drink? She drink them little bottle margaritas. She's consistently been having them little motherfuckers in her refrigerator for some years now. She fuck with those. It's really certain shit she fuck with. Don't, don't take no chances, y'all. Just don't take no chances. I'm probably the only person she'll allow to take chances, but I've stunted that very, very heavily. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I just needed to say that. Uh, in this, in this it's, show, it's not necessarily that he, uh, he I don't know, is he angsty? It's all, it's like this, this, you know, he got this. I, I don't know, he, I can't, nobody can know that I'm Spider Man. And and my but my parents, you know, I gotta come up with all of these excuses because I'm I'm underage and I can't I can't be gone. But I was gone and 
it's just this existential crisis that he in the middle of every fucking minute because it's like that he's at that age in all the movies it make it feel like the same fucking movie with a different villain like he's he always got that angsty teen shit going on and i just for most of the movie like i enjoyed the last part of that movie (laughs) but all of that shit leading up to where he was like he didn't know and the girl it was just it's too much teenage angst. I think I just then got old and that shit just I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be the old motherfucker out on the porch. These goddamn kids. You're gonna be no, watching them no, walking no. home from school. <laughs> These goddamn kids talking about all their kid shit. I hate them. I hate them. That's I'm gonna be that old person. I am. I see it. I feel it coming because I'm already that way. And I think it's that, and I think because. I work a lot with teenagers in my job and I have to listen to that angsty shit for work that like when I'm trying to do something social and fun, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I think that's a large part of it too. I, I do a lot more therapy with teenagers these days and they so angsty. Oh God. It's just, and I think that's part of it too is like, this might as well be a client sitting in my fucking chair going on and on about his friendships and shit <laughs> and his problem with his girlfriend. And I think I think that that plays into it, too, because I, it may not sound like it, but adolescent to young adult is actually my preferred population to work with because I feel like it's where I can make the most uh, impact and where they will become better adults if I can catch them at that time frame and we click because like when you get somebody that's 50 that's got 50 years of trauma and shit that you're trying to help that shit is frustrating but like teenagers and young adults they still early enough in their life where we can we can rectify this and you can be a successful full-grown adult and so it's my preferred population and it's what i've been working with more here lately but it's also like oh my god the teenage teenage stories don't have no beginning no end it's about 50, 11 names in there. And they'd be like, remember when I told you about Becca? I don't, but go ahead. <laughs> you, you've said 20 names in this story. I don't remember who Becca is, but continue, please. Uh, I think that's a part of it, too. <laughs> Teenage stories are something else. Just circular. <laughs> round and round. Love them, though. Again, it's still my preferred population, even with me saying all that. I I just feel like I can make the most impact at that point. Because, like, young adult, late teen, you got a little bit more autonomy than you would have, like, little kids. I hate little kids because I hate dealing with their fucking parents. But, like, a college-age student, you you out of the house, you got a little bit more autonomy. I ain't got to deal with your parent as much, if at all. Like, that's why I like that. I feel like that's the sweet spot for me. But it also becomes annoying listening to these goddamn teenage stories sometimes. (laughs) Like, girl, okay. All right. Mm. But yeah, but it helped me figure out why I did. I couldn't articulate why Spider-Man just wasn't something that I fucked with. Like, I ain't even seen none of Tom Holland's movies as Spider-Man, to give you an idea. I think the last Spider-Man movie I saw, I didn't even see um uh, Andy Garfield. I didn't even see his version. Probably Tobey Maguire's. Last. You wouldn't like none of uh, you wouldn't like none of the, theirs because Andrew Garfield, he was just crying and emotional over women in his life, 
in that one, and Tom Holland is the angsty teenager, and he's very angsty. He's worse than Miles Morales. He's like, you know what? I think they got him because he he can portray both of those things. He can portray this angsty teenager, yeah. but he can also portray this confidence. I don't mind him in the Avengers movies, though. I think it's when it's fully centered, and that's all the movie going to be about is his ass. I like him as a supporting character. I don't want him to be the main character in nothing that I go watch. Because I like Tom Holland's Spider-Man in the Marvel, uh, the Avengers movies that he's been in. I think that his youth brings, like, it's funny, right? And his He's so awkward, and it's cute. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. In the context of a, uh, uh, the rest of the movie, but if I gotta watch this shit th- for uh, for two hours, <laughs> it becomes less adorable. <laughs> it becomes less funny. <laughs> so I like him as a supporting character. I just don't want to see no movies with him fully in it. Spider Man, not Tom Holland specifically. But yeah, but no, I know, I know what it is. I, I didn't know what it was. I couldn't articulate it. But after watching that movie. And sitting there for the better part of an hour and a half, just being like, "Oh my god, this nigga's such a teenager." I realized that that's, <laughs> and I'm just old. I'm old. There are moments in my life that happen regularly now where I'd be like, "Fuck, I am approaching middle age." I am. I. I. I am. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming to middle age. I feel it. I get it. You're gonna be on I the worst it. side of middle age. You think so? Mm-hmm. Not physically, but like just. Angrily, <laughs> <laughs> like the the confrontation that you had with the goddamn uh, uh, vet Man, situation, like about them prices, like you being twenty years older and doing that, I feel like somebody gonna be about ready to call the police. <laughs> I feel like that, you know. You're gonna have to like you're gonna need a partner to balance you out is what's gonna have to happen. That's what I've always said though. That's what I'm looking for. Cause I know I can get it depending on the situation that I can I can be too red. I could go too far and I need somebody not only that can do it, but that knows how to do it. Cause there's ways that you could try to calm me down that's gonna make me even more fucking angry because who the fuck is you talking to? I need somebody that knows how to do it, like that could compliment me in that way. Cause I was very briefly, I'm going to give y'all the, the meat and potatoes of the situation. My dog has skin allergies. A month ago, I went and bought a medicine called Apoquil for him, and it was like 90 bucks for 30 days supply. So he ran out. I went back to get some more, and I wanted to get half of a month, which is 15 pills, thinking that it was going to be like $45, $50. And I get up to the window, and this bitch tell me it's $70. And I say, ma'am, that don't make no sense. I was just here a month ago and got double that for only $20 more. And they, the explanation they gave me didn't make sense. And they were sitting there acting like I was speaking another fucking language. Like, what I was saying didn't make sense. And I was livid. <laughs> but he needs it. I bought it and I let it go. But yeah, in 20 years, I might have. they might have had to call the police. Because <laughs> they almost had to call the police this time. Because I, I don't, don't insult my intelligence don't act like what I'm saying doesn't make sense. Like, don't do that. Because I know I'm not crazy. And I know what I'm saying that this doesn't make sense. It makes sense. Like, I know that. You just don't have an explanation and you want to just sit up here and try to fucking gaslight me. That's not going to work, okay? Because at the end of the day, I got to still buy this shit because the nigga itching, okay? I'm going to still buy it. But don't fucking sit up here and act like this is not a a scam y'all are running. 
Don't do that. The fuck? Yeah, in 20 <laughs> years, I probably would have, I would have, I'll, I'll go to jail because I was, I was very angry. Um, yeah, uh, uh, that's my hypothesis. I was upset. I was. Um, yeah. Hopefully by then I'll be married and I, my husband can be there and be like, go get your ass in the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what'll happen. And he'll go ahead and pay the seventy go get for that the shit or the ninety and just yeah, you gonna get in the car and say, which one did you do? And he gonna be like, don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> Calm your ass down. Let's go get some yeah. food. <laughs> yep, that's that's the way. Win me over. <laughs> Take me to get food. <laughs> yeah. So I just gotta find that dude, and I'm gonna be good. Like, do you do you feel like you seen the Sour Patch Kid commercials? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're gonna be more a Sour Patch Kids or more one of the divas from Sneakers? <laughs> I would probably be a Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> like, I'll be really angry, and then he'd be like, you know, I'm gonna let's go get Mexican food, and I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All the attitude just go out the window. Just but technically, the sneakers is the same thing. It's just the sne- Mexican food would be the sneaker bar instead of. Yeah. 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 I, that's exactly how. But again, I. I no, no, no. I think because I think the Sour Patch kids be sour now and sweet later. I don't think you're going to be sweet later. I think you're just going to recover from the sour. So I think you're going to be like a Snickers diva. I think it's going to be just anger and then recovery from anger and then the neutral state, which, you know, effort in other ways have to make you sweet. <laughs> yeah. I think that's... But, anyway. But I believe that there is a guy out there that can that can do it. Of course I believe in you, sir. I just need you to find me. <laughs> of course. He out there. He out there. Y'all, I told Red that when um when she find a dude, she gonna have to like get him like a, a little lockbox for emergencies when some bullshit go down, and he open the box and it's just my phone number in that motherfucker, so he can call me and save his fucking relationship. Because <laughs> I feel like I feel like it gotta take a dude with with low ego and high potential though. If his ego too high, he'll yeah. never call another dude to try to figure shit out, you know. No. But <laughs> if it's possible, if that dude would accept it, then you know I'd be like, listen, bro, this is how we are gonna save your relationship today. <laughs> Red is not finna be alone for the next goddamn 20 years. You finna make this shit work and this is how it's gonna happen, okay? This is what you need to do. I can be an asset to a motherfucker, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause the thing is, I'm not, I don't, I don't feel like I'm unreasonable, but it's the way that you gotta approach me with shit. Like, I don't feel like I'm just somebody that you just can't talk to, can't get to do nothing. Like, I'm just, I'm just gonna do what I wanna do. I don't feel like I'm that way. But it's a certain fucking way for you to come at me about shit that you can get what you want and there's a way that you can come at me about shit that's going to get you punched in your fucking shit. It just depends. And you just need to know how to do that. (laughs) That's all. I don't think I'm crazily unrealistic or hard to get along with. I don't think so. You just got to know how to do it. And again, there are ways you can get me to do even like stereotypical like uh, gender role kind of shit if you approach me in the right way. But like you just tell me I need to do this shit because I'm a woman. You go kick fucking rocks. What you can do. So yeah. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Well, we got here. So you got here. You got anything else on your mind? 
I do not. All right. Well, until we kind of next conversation. We out. Holla.